Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and the effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Gary Jordan will join us to discuss Unlock the Power of Your Perception. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science show. Well, it's understanding how perception works, way to recognize their natural strengths. Joining us today to discuss this issue is Dr. Gary Jordan. Dr. Jordan has over 40 years of experience in clinical psychology, behavioral assessment, individual development, and coaching. He earned his doctoral degree in clinical psychology from the California School of Professional Psychology in Berkeley, together with his co-author, Linda Ross Vega, have penned the new book, Unlock the Power of Your Perception, and joins us today to discuss this very fascinating topic. Dr. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, it is certainly our pleasure. certainly a fascinating book they put together here, along with your co-author, Linda Ross Vega. I'm curious why Mm -hmm. uh, you both decided to put the book together. And I met about 30 years ago, 35 years ago. It gets longer every year. Well, she was working on a major project in corporate America, and I was a private practice psychologist. I was looking to move into the corporate world because I saw some application of trying to putting people in the right position, believing that they would be more satisfied with the work that they did if what they were doing was matched by their natural skills. And so that we collaborated together on a major project in which we did exactly that and showed that, that if you could discover what people's natural skills were and help them find jobs that drew on those natural skills, they'd be more productive, more satisfied, happier employees. So over the years, we have trained this theory, we have uh, developed this theory, we have uh, applied this theory, and people have always said, well, where's your book? I want to know more. And so finally, the pandemic came along, and we had enough time, downtime, to say, you know, it's time to do it. And so we, we, we wrote the book during our, the pandemic time, and we're really pleased with the outcome. Really uh, an interesting idea in terms of how different perceptual styles influence our abilities, our behaviors, the things that we choose. How do we go about identifying a perceptual style? We have a very easy-to-take assessment. That's the, the, the quickest and most accurate way to do it. It's well-researched, well-documented, and has good research numbers. It's available on our website. We have a free version that's available on our website that people can quite the robust numbers that the, the regular version does. But it's a self-descriptive assessment produces a result says, this is what we believe your perceptual style is. People can also go to the website, read about the different six styles, and take a stab at it themselves. But I always encourage the assessment route. Given that you find out your perceptual style, what does this then tell you about how you view the world and how you can utilize that going about your life? You bet. We believe that each style has a very wide and very large array of natural skills. Knowing what your perceptual style is allows you to begin to identify what those natural skill capacities are for you. And there's some reasons what I can go into if we're interested is what many of us don't know what our natural skills are. And we try to live our lives through taking on skills that don't belong to our, the way we see the world. 
So I think the major thing that understanding your perceptual style does is it begins to help you accept that the way you see the world is a valid way of seeing the world and then begin to use that to identify the skills that are yours specifically. We have a, 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 a call the workbook that also describes and helps people understand what their, how their perceptual style works in a number of life situations, leadership, management, your the learning style, your time orientation, how you communicate, how you deal with conflict, how you approach conflict. So that's number one. The second piece is that it helps you begin to understand that your way of seeing the world is different from other people's way of seeing the world, and neither of them are wrong. They're both just incomplete, and they're both perfectly fine ways of viewing the world. So it begins to deal with helping you interact more effectively with other people, and I think that's the major impact that we have is two. One is it helps you discover yourself, and it helps you to begin to be more accepting of the way other people see the world. I think we certainly need a lot more of that these days in terms of... <laughs> sort of all have this colloquial idea of what we mean, but when we say perception, think about it as mm-hmm. being closely tied to our sensations. But what do we think about perceptual style? Well, it really is as fundamental as sensation and the way we and perception, the way we see it. Sensation is the impact of stimulus from the outside world on our, fundamentally, our five perceptual um, receptors, ears, eyes, nose, touch, and smell. The brain receives the sensation, but it doesn't mean anything until our brain makes meaning out of it. And it's that process of turning sensation into meaning, which is what perception is all about. Mm. And, and it's that process that differs among people. And is it differences in our hardwiring or the environment that shaped that? How do we come about our perceptual style? Well, we believe very strongly that, that the perceptual style is a hardwired style, that you, you are born with it. It is fundamentally part of who you are. But your experiences, there's a developmental piece as well. And your, your experiences help to develop and shape how your hardwiring expresses itself in the world. The environment can support your hardwiring or your environment can block your hardwiring. Both either of those is going to have a major impact on the way you express your perceptual style into the world. We don't believe your perceptual style changes. We, we hold a hard line on that because every, you know, people say, well, I want to be kind of a little bit of this one. I'm a little bit of that one, or I used to be this and now I'm that. We have found that's not in the way that we approach it. That's not the case. That exploring and owning that this is me and the, and both the glories and the, the gifts of that style and the limitations of that style are important for really expressing your full capacities. Hmm. I mean, you, you bring up an interesting point there with the limitations and that that is part of it. I not only have it to is. recognize the strengths, but also the weaknesses. That is correct. It's very easy to believe that your style is the right style and that it's the only way to see the world and to not see that there's things that you miss because it's so comfortable and so easy for you to see what you see and believe that's what the way things are, that everybody else is wrong. And so that one of the things we push is the theory of limitations, is that nobody can do everything. And that's one of the beauties, we think of the beauties, is it says that you learn to do what you do naturally well and go find somebody else who loves to do the stuff you don't like to do. Hire them to do it and embrace that limitation as a, as a strength uh, in the long term. Do perceptual styles mix well with the same perceptual styles matching, or is it, is it better to have sort of complementary styles? Well, there are six perceptual styles in our theory, and they arrange themselves theoretically in a circle, so that if you can see like a pie-shaped circle with six wedges in it, every style has two neighbors, 
every style has an opposite and every style has two styles that are neither a neighbor or an opposite. We call them one-offs. And, you know, people say, well, what's the best style for me to interact with? And the answer is you can interact with all five of the other styles, but there's going to be issues that you have with your neighbors. You, you, you share a little bit or it feels like you share a little bit because you see the world somewhat closely and you'll have conflicts and communication difficulties when it gets down to the nitty gritty. But generally you get along well, but there's a, there could be a tension with opposites. It's, it's very much, you know, opposites attract. And then the very things that attract you, they tend to repel. And with a, with a one-offs, I like to say, either the, the response is I heard and understood every word you just said, but I have no idea what you're saying to me. <laughs> so, it's those issues that we like to talk about is that we can evaluate a team and see you know, who's in that team and do you have the kind of people that need to do the different tasks and requirements that you have. But there's no one ideal style to interact with based on what your style is. What are the challenges that you've seen in terms of developing people's awareness of their perceptual style and situations in their lives, their, their organizations? Well, I think the biggest one is, is getting people to accept that they, the, even the idea that, that people see the world differently and that it's valid to see the world differently. That's the biggest challenge. People will say, yeah, they see things world differently, but they see it wrong. And so we're opening up a new kind of concept that there are just different ways of seeing the world. The second piece is that how do we now, with this, con- this concept, how do we, that there are, how do we utilize that? to bring the best out in each of the people that are in, you know, interacting in a situation and how do you begin to, to get people to believe that the things that I do well are because of the way I see the world and they are the, the way I will always see them. They're always going to be the ones, the, the talents and skills that I have and that I can feel good about those while I can also begin to feel good about yours. I know I keep emphasizing that, but you ask, that's what we find when we, when we work in corporate America that it's that teamwork idea that different people are bringing different things to the team. They can all work with each other. They're going to have different issues. But how can we value that? That biggest challenge is how can we value what everybody brings when the differences in the way they see it, they perceive it, are, are real. Hmm. I mean, what's been the most surprising thing to you in terms of development of the theory and also ways that people have responded to it and the ways that uh, you've been able to implement it? I think that the biggest surprise has been the way that it has it, is, it has continued to play out consistently that you know we talk about uh, people have an aha we train this oftentimes in in, uh, in a large group setting and it's just extraordinarily gratifying we will do a, an exercise where we divide the participants into the different six different uh, perceptual style groups and you go and you listen to them discussing or, or working on the tasks we've given them and the people are just excited they're just thrilled about, wow, I never knew this about myself, or you too, it, and do you do this? And there's an, all sorts of internal validation that happens that they've not gotten before. Because if you, if you think about it, Charles, if you're, if you're one out of six, that means that five-sixths of the world doesn't see the world the way you do. And so there's an awful lot of opportunity to not feel good about yourself. And so that, that validation and consistency of people going, wow, this is really important, this is really valuable to me, has been the, I don't know, the biggest surprise, it's been the biggest gratification. The other big surprise is, is that how easy it is to learn this and to feel good about yourself and then the challenge of applying it on a day-to-day basis because it's so easy to get caught up in your own style and forget 
that you're seeing some seeing the world from your way and that the other person's seeing it differently. Did that make sense? In, indeed, indeed. I mean, you know, we're sort of in this age where people begin locking themselves in silos, echo chambers, and, and opening themselves up to different viewpoints, different perceptual styles are becoming more rare. Yes. <laughs> it's even more acute these days, but it's something that maybe people were more amenable to in the past, but now it's even more of a challenge. I think it is. I think that, that you know, we, the pandemic, it's zeitgeist of, 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 the, of the world right now, but people are tend to be very protective and defensive about opening to different viewpoints. And I, I would agree with that. I think that the, you know, it's interesting also is that the speed at which we're moving, the heyday for our training and our involvement in corporate America was in the uh, 80s and 90s. And the change in the way employees and employers relate to each other has changed the willingness of many employers to invest in, in their, their workforce to train them to see things differently. So that's also, I think, going on. And then so you don't have that input coming in to think about how can I become more effective as a team player? How can I become more effective working with people that see the world differently than I do? I'm curious, people interested in learning more about this, where do you recommend they look? Well, I would send them to our website, and our website is yourtalentadvantage.com. I repeat that, yourtalentadvantage, one, one long word, .com. And if they're interested in going straight to the book, Unlock the Power of Your Perception is available on Amazon in both e-format and softcover and hardcover as uh, people to go and, and check it out. All right, very good. Finally, any final words uh, regarding the book, Unlock the Power of Your Perception? Um, it's a great introduction to what we've talked about here. It will get you thinking about yourself in new ways, and it will open up things you've never thought about uh, and just help you discover talents and abilities you didn't even know you had. So I say I'd love to have you go read it. All right. We were talking with Dr. Gary Jordan, together with co-author Linda Ross Vega, have penned the new book, Unlock the Power of Your Perception. Dr. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. No, thanks for having me. Again, it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it very much. Okay. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.grox.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.
Thank you.